Thank you for tuning into this episode of Question This Life. You can listen to the podcast at questionthislife.com as well as all of the main podcast platforms. Don't forget to like, subscribe and get involved. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Hello, this is the Question This Life podcast. Thank you very much for joining. If you're someone who's listened to the show before and this is another time that you've come back, then welcome. Thank you for joining us again. And if this is the first time you've ever heard the show, welcome to Question This Life. I'm really glad to have you here. There are literally hundreds of millions of podcasts now available online. And for whatever reason, you have found and you are listening to this one. That makes me very happy. I'm very appreciative of that, that you're here with me, with us. So welcome. Thank you for joining. I've got a few things I want to talk about today, and I want to also let it kind of flow loosely, which is, again, pretty much one of the main topics I want to talk about. Um, As many of you know, already I do stand-up comedy. I'm a comedian, and I've recently started running shows, hosting shows, and doing stuff that's just a little bit more, um, just one step deeper than just performing and doing um, open mics and showcases for other people, but also doing my own stuff now, um, which is great. It feels amazing. I'm really enjoying it. And I want to go through a couple of the little um, avenues that are happening in that area of my life and some of the stuff that's going well, some of the stuff that's been challenging and just to kind of get into that a little bit. Those are the, the, the key questions I'm asking myself right now. Um, a part of that is the fact that I've had a bit of a, um, I guess you could call it like an awakening or at least a realization of, something that I do on occasion when I'm on stage that usually tends to go pretty well uh, for me, for the audience, and that's essentially being myself and getting out of my own way. Um, So I want to talk a little bit about that and how that ties into the first point. And then I'm going to get into another couple of other topics, but for now let's just start with those, those two. So essentially it's been really, really quite a great experience running a couple of shows now, hosting a couple of events and doing the whole process all the way from thinking up an idea for the show. What is this? Who's going to come? Who would want to watch this? What's the target audience? What is it that I want to work on? What is it that I want to get better at? Um, Why would I run this show other than for one of those reasons, to entertain the audience, to make sure that you're making your target audience very happy and having a good night and seeing something cool. And uh, also to train the aspects of performance that I want to work on. So this is a great line of advice from a friend of mine, a fellow comic who has been doing it for much longer. He's essentially... um, somewhat transformed my my way of thinking about it or at least opened up my mind to other possibilities which is always good if you're having a conversation with someone 
a deep conversation about something that you're both very passionate about and one of you is legitimately interested or somewhat convinced or at least uh, open to the idea of a new concept and you know you change your mind in those moments that really is a, a great thing because what you've done there is you've basically put your hands up and said well the way that I thought it worked the way I had conceptualized it was limited and now I need to at least integrate this new information even if I don't accept it 100% even if I can think of a whole bunch of arguments against it's actually plausible and when I implement it it actually works so that needs to actually go into the the the, the yes bucket so to say um, and there was definitely aspects of a conversation I had with him which I'm now integrating into my stand-up, which feels great. So the main thing is just to be yourself. And what does that mean? I went over this in a little bit more detail in last week's episode. But essentially, it just means the moment when you are just being present in the room. This is uh, a school of thought. You know, there are other other ways of describing the concept of yourself, but, you know, humor me and let's just talk about it in this concept um, that your being yourself is essentially stepping away from the control element of your life and just letting things pan out, jumping in as necessary, as as is completely natural and normal and not overthinking, double thinking, worrying too much about what others think, worrying too much about what you will make situations to be, protecting yourself from long, awkward silences or uh, other things that aren't great when you're on stage. Um, and essentially, when you can get yourself away from those pitfalls or over-reliance on those factors then you can reveal something that is genuinely interesting, which is who you are as a person. It's quite interesting that you're just up there giving your ideas. And if you can really tap into what your ideas are and who you are and your identity and uh, in, in terms of who you are as an individual, then you're doing something that's very interesting. And that's already a great starting point. And then if you and then this is how I sort of build on that. It's if you can then put your writing, that put the absolute best top-notch writing that you can put together and that regular daily effort of writing your ideas down, challenging them, growing them, trying to absorb them, and then using those ideas on stage in the framework where you are completely present and talking to the people in the room like they're actually there and not just giving a monologue, then that to me is something that I'm aspiring to right now. It's this whole idea of finding that balance between what you've prepared and what you'd like to talk about and the things that you know work with being 100% present in the moment and responsive and alert and quick and sharp and ready for whatever might happen in the audience, ready for whatever might happen with the other comics, ready for whatever might happen with a joke or a set not going quite exactly as planned and not allowing 
the the panic or this the anxiety or the defense mechanisms or the awkward laughs or the ums and the ahs and the 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 you know actually incorporating your true essence in the moment and using that to 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 be present and to buy yourself time and to integrate into the moment and to have these moments with um the audience and the audience always changes the show no two shows are the same so if you have a preconceived idea of what you expect from a show based on other shows that you've done especially if they're in a different venue and different types of people different area of the city whatever it might be there's all these variables that that can really affect what kind of a room it is when you get up there and uh not to to not think about all of that and just to say here's my plan here's what i'm going to do here's how i'm going to do it and just get up there and do that every single time you're you're gambling as to whether your judgment of all of those factors is consistently correct and you're basically gambling that yes it is and quite frankly in my experience it hasn't been it's not something worth gambling on I've got to integrate that being myself part into the prepackaged writing ideas ideas that are developed ideas that are new um and essentially just find a way to be comfortable in the moment to share them and the thing is that even before having this uh this kind of self revelation this this moment of uh uh clarity I've realized that I've actually done this a few times already by chance just by by getting there organically. I've been on stage when something weird has happened and I've just talked about it. And then it got a couple of chuckles and people are kind of in, they're comfortable, and then I've gone back to doing what I was doing, which was my material, and it's been a slightly jarring experience. It's like, "Huh? What? Where did he go? He's just disappeared. This guy was was with us. He was talking about that thing and now he's off on one talking about blah 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 like his stories his uh his wordplay jokes his his silly shit talking whatever it is um and uh it's it's maybe clear to me now that had i just leaned into the moment and just kept talking to the people really like looking at them in the eyes and kind of just engaging with them then and continuing even to weave in my stories as and when needed as and when possible then it would seem less like i'm trying to control everything which is what people don't like is or i mean some people it's it's like if you're not if they can't feel that you're sure then in the moment then why why would they be they're just looking up they're going like who is this guy what why is he like staring at us so weirdly <laughs> um when you, when you don't really know what you what's you want to say next but you it doesn't matter because like as long as you're saying stuff as long as you're being yourself like me just now i don't know exactly what i'm saying every single word and syllable that comes out of my mouth i can't tell you that beforehand it's not all prepackaged and preplanned i have about 20 words written in front of me just to remind me the very very high level points that i wanted to talk about but I don't exactly know where this is going and that's kind of like part of the uh appeal of doing something like this show because I'm also putting myself through the ringer and 
forcing myself to be present in the moment and to think about how I feel about these concepts. So essentially what I'm saying is this school of thought, this trying to find yourself is a microcosm that is present in everything that you do because you're doing those things or at least a part of you is. So if I can try to put my finger on this thing and learn it and understand it as much as possible for, let's be honest, the rest of my life, then it seems to me like a good bet to think that all aspects of my life will be improved by doing that. Um, what's better than being able to operate on all cylinders, doing all the different things that you do, and you're doing it from a place of being yourself, being calm, being relaxed, being ready, alert, able to pivot, and uh, to bring people into a, a, a common energy not just your world but you're interfacing with with their world um and that's that's really something that's kind of been hitting home recently so um with that in mind we myself and a few comedy buddies we've managed to secure a regular show now also uh running on uh running at a comedy club a popular comedy club here with a legit stage and a full sound system and a and a, a a bar and all this stuff you know like real proper show where we can do each there's four of us we can each do a 10 to 15 minute set which is a showcase length and we will also invite a special guest every month so it's five comedians doing longer sets and that's something that is quite exciting because when you are uh, in your first years, traditionally, it's much, much more likely that you'll be doing three to four, maybe five, six, seven minute sets at the most. Occasionally, you'll get a 10, but most of the time, they're three to seven. And it depends on the type of show. It depends how many comedians. It depends what the theme is. It depends if it's like rapid fire, everyone gets three minutes, or if it's, um, you know, a little bit more medium, everyone gets five, or if it's uh, a few comedians less, then everyone gets seven. And it depends hugely on the host, what they're doing, whether they're trying to uh, improve their comedy, or if they're just trying to, to communicate and interact with the crowd only. Or um, are they simply just hosting and bringing people up, bringing people down, not really doing too much with the energy? All three of those uh, options are a possibility. And all of that has a big bearing on how much time you get and how uh, rushed it feels or intense or slow or up or down. All of these variables do factor into how you... Um, the 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 the, the the how can I put this the basis upon which you build your set that night um, and it's quite cool now that myself and these three other buddies we've got a monthly thing where we can practice towards a 10 to 15 minute set I did my first spot we had our first show uh, last weekend and I think I did about 13 minutes of material and I didn't do all of my stuff. I didn't uh, hit everything perfectly. I didn't make such a big uh, connection with the audience. However, it was a great first long set, probably the longest I've ever done at this point. It was a, a hugely helpful 
thing to to have that time and to kind of realize like oh I can take it this way I can take it that way and there were times where I felt I'm just present in the moment talking to people there were times where I felt distanced and and not uh connected and uh it's it's all about getting to the point where I can consistently you know fight those waves and or at least allow them to just kind of guide um and that's really nice to know that we've got this this playground now where I can essentially try doing uh, the same sort of set and, and, you know, trying to tweak and hone the jokes and also uh, work on my being present in the moment. And then we're also going to be alternating hosting duties every month. So all of us will have a chance at being each position on the night. So opener... Uh, second, third, closing, and then hosting. Um, so yeah, it's really great. That's really exciting. And that's something that's in my life right now that I'm absolutely loving. I'm loving the challenge. I'm loving how um, steep the learning curve is. I love the city I'm in because of how possible it is to do all of these shows and to run your own stuff and to grow and to do all this. So um, feeling very, very grateful about all of that. And uh, that's how I feel about that, really. <laughs>
and this kid's just like walking down the street and he's just turning onto the beach looking really chilled and he's just talking to the camera going friendly reminder that around you are all these people and none of them can hear or feel what you're thinking or what you're feeling so you're free there's there's nothing to worry about what a place to live amazing something like that i'm paraphrasing i'm probably butchering it that's not exactly what he said but the point of what he said was when you get stuck thinking like oh what are they thinking and oh my god and, and you're looking around feeling judged feeling anxiety feeling worried you got to remember the opinions of other people are absolutely the opinions of you from other people how other people feel about you their opinion about what you do what you say what you are how you carry yourself are of no importance to you that's none of your business it's got nothing to do with you you're just a blip in their soup of reality just like they are in yours so to put more intensity and weight on those things is to do a disservice to yourself and to reduce the amount that what you're doing and how you're feeling matters and that's something that really has been hitting home with me recently um when i am completely sober i'm not under the influence of anything not even like caffeine i just mean like i'm crisp and clear and sober i know that i can walk around and feel comfortable now i know that at the moment it's smooth i'm feeling myself i'm feeling present and it's been a lot of work to get there because i know that when i was younger I, i didn't have that that clarity i used to think fuck what are they what are they worried about what are they looking at it also comes from being in a city where there was a fair amount of violence there was just like stuff going on people would just get mugged or jumped or uh you know cornered bullied like you know there was a lot of knife crime and this kind of stuff a lot of like drug dealers and also just in it's an attitude in the city within which i grew up in um Scotland there was this attitude of just i'm the big man i'm the strong man so you'd just be walking down the street and someone would clock eyes with you they'd be far away and you just keep walking and that person would just come into your world and just be like what are you looking at huh you think you're tough what's going on you got something to say what are you looking at and then they'd start shoving you and pushing you maybe they'd take your cap i had a friend of mine who got a hiding he got the shit kicked out of him for no reason and then they just took his hat and walk away they're just bored they're just bored aggressive angry people from a small town with small minds and they just don't know who, what they are who they are or they they have no con- concept of uh you know their place in the universe they think they're above it they think they can just like f- anyone and that's that's a lot of people who are you know living on earth today there's a lot of people like that and we all have the tendency to be that that i've definitely been like that at times in my life when i was younger for sure 
you have these little spells where you think you're untouchable and it's it's just so temporary you you get hit by a a life circumstance that's like oh okay that's real <laughs> not these weird uh self-righteous ideas that i have in my head and that's another thing that's so so interesting is that when you're walking around feeling judged feeling like other people other people's opinions that you can read off their faces or their body language or even what they say and what they do the fact that you believe that all of that is for you and that it has no reflection on on them and their circumstance and what they're up to is a very self-righteous belief it's one that i had for many years i used to think like oh wow this is sort of like beyond the violence thing beyond worrying if someone's going to come beat you up but just walking down the street and you're thinking oh everyone's looking at me oh i i just i just something embarrassing happening happened oh god how how embarrassing how awful you know having these these lingering feelings of fear and worry that aren't even fair because what you're basically saying is everyone is thinking about me everyone is judging me and what you don't realize is no one is thinking about you no one is judging you if someone looks over and gives you a judgy look that's them feeling judgmental within their own world so you you might be triggering any number of things to make them feel that feeling it doesn't mean that what you're doing is wrong it doesn't mean that what you're doing is bad it doesn't mean that what you're doing you shouldn't be doing if you're doing something and you're just being yourself then that's that's it that's all you can really do the other person who gives you the judgy look if your job is then to to not integrate that obviously if you're getting a thousand judgy looks a day then maybe there's something that you should look into but if you're just doing your thing and then once in a while you get gawked at by some weirdo who just wants to stare at you or wants to like either provoke you or create some kind of tension i don't know people are weird man pe- pe- people are really weird there's a lot of weirdos out there where i live there's a lot of crazy drunk wild people who um just are on their wits end they're living their own versions of hell and they're just out there screaming just trying to cause chaos imagine if this is an extreme example but imagine if you went up to one of those people and they started screaming at you telling them that you're telling you that you're you're going to die you're you're evil da, da 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 and you start believing all of that that's that's just not useful it's not productive for you because you're not those things it's not productive for them because they're just spewing this hate into the world and not only that but it's also finding something to settle into i.e. your psyche you wouldn't you wouldn't let that happen so what's the difference with that and then a normal well-to-do person who's staring at you and kind of looking at you judgmentally maybe they're feeling something on the inside that's like wow that person's so free i would never wear that i would never look like that i don't think i could ever look like that and it's a negative reflection of how they're feeling but of course then that projects as a judgmental look on the face and you know closed body language and that's just the way it is that's just one way it could be there's a million reasons why that person might have a bad look on their face maybe they lost someone that morning maybe their loved one died that morning and they're 
on their wits end and they're trying their very best not to show anything they look up they clock you and you look just like the person who died they would give you an evil look there's no reason there's no reason to assume that that isn't the reason that they're looking at you like that it could be any of a billion reasons and if you're in any way different or you have a a a feature on your face or your body that that stands out or you're wearing loud clothing you 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 have a very strong smell whether it's good or bad you know like all these things that make make people stand out in a crowd if you have one of those things then you're going to attract attention and that's the only thing that matters is just to not allow it in it's just attention it's just just a thing that happens once in a while when you're walking around you look at other people too we we all do it. You're on the train. You're kind of just like, okay, I've got ten minutes here to kill on the train. Look at your phone a little bit. Look up. Look over there. Think, oh, that cool. That that guy looks cool. All right. Yeah, I like that jacket. Wow, she's really quite upset today. All right. And then you just kind of look around. You know, you're just kind of looking around. People watching. People come on the train. People come off. You're also participating in the looking around, judging. And that's all that life is, is other people doing that within the framework within which they live. So all of their traumas, all of their memories, all of their virtues are all present in their looking around on the train. And you just happen to be one of the blips on that train. So this is a concept that I'm really trying to to, to integrate into my mind and into my framework is all these little eyes are here in this room at this whatever point in a class in an office in a in a in a even in a comedy show whatever it might be there's just a whole bunch of eyes and the eyes are attached to other slivers streams of consciousness and you're all just there kind of looking at each other doing stuff speaking singing talking <laughs> eating sharing having a drink having a smoke just randomly doing this stuff and it's a miracle that we can even just like converse and have a comedy show and then people will respect it enough that one person will stand up at the front and everyone will just watch and wait for something to happen and then it depends like sometimes it's good sometimes it's bad like all of that is all of that is just the soup of nothingness like potential zero going up into reality so for you and by you i mean obviously me (laughs) for me or anyone to think someone else's reality soup or reality tunnel and the way that they are perceiving my presence within it should define how i feel about my reality soup my reality tunnel that's not fair that's not fair on yourself that's not fair on them that's not fair on the game. You've got to just do your own thing. You've got to just vibe your own vibe and find the one that suits you and that attracts the type of energy that you are looking for in the universe. And it just keeps happening. You will constantly have ups and downs. There will be terrible times and challenging times. It's been a really enjoyable one for me. I hope this is uh, somewhat useful or at least entertaining, enjoyable for someone out there listening to this. I want to just say at the end, all of this, the whole episode, everything that I'm talking about is just my insight into this life, my consciousness and everything around me. And 
I don't ever claim to know everything. All I know is what I know. All I know is what I've experienced and the things that I'm connecting with in terms of the higher mind and the the world of consciousness. That's that's all I can do. I can just share my insights into this. And I'm hoping that this will just perhaps spark some interest in other people to find their own internal views and the way that you the things that you're asking about the world and how this whole thing comes together and i'm coming from a place of learning so if you're listening to this podcast regularly you'll be seeing that i change my mind i change my opinion i don't always stick to the same things because things change we evolve we learn new things and that's what this is all about and you're on this journey with me and i really really appreciate that so i just want to say we're coming to the end of this episode and all that's left to do now is to thank you very much again for listening i really hope that you enjoyed this show if this is the first episode that you've listened to and you enjoy the vibe then please go back and look at the other episodes that have been recorded you can find the show notes are very very detailed i do a lot of work to make sure that everything that's spoken about is in detail recorded on the show notes for every episode so wherever you're listening to this whether it's spotify iHeartRadio, any of the 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 it's it's everywhere it's on itunes it's it's on stitcher it's on podbean it's on everything so find the show find the episode that you want to listen to listen to it and keep tuning in thank you very much for listening it's been a pleasure see you next time catch you soon Thank you for tuning into this episode of Question This Life. You can listen to the podcast at questionthislife.com, as well as all of the main podcast platforms. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and get involved.